I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by the wonderful Jordan Banjo. Welcome back, friend. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Good to be here. <laughs> Do you feel like this is a bit like shoe on the other foot? Because at the moment you're super busy with yours and Perry's radio show, aren't you? So are you liking being a guest or are you just tempted to take over at any point during this podcast? <laughs> Do you know, liking being a guest is an understatement, mate. But, but people people underestimate. Obviously, for me and you, it's a bit different because we're mates and we can just have a chat. But you know, sometimes... <laughs> Without saying any names, you must have interviewed some people or done some stuff. You're like, Jesus, like <laughs> pulling teeth. You're like, help me out, mate. Come on. It's, it's hard sometimes. No, honestly, you are preaching in the choir. So I would never be as rude to talk about like anybody I've had on who wasn't particularly forthcoming. But there have been moments where I've come off and I've just gone to my producer. I fucking earned me money there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Trust lucky. Me. Most people are amazing and incredible. And you kind of want to give somebody who might not have been their particularly usual charismatic self the benefit of the doubt and say, well, maybe they're having a good day. But yeah, I've even had review people leave reviews and be like, oh, that was hard work. That was hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me. I've done a couple of videos <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I'll be like, I'll be like, honestly, mate, if you'd rather drink your bottle of water and not chat to me, just let me know because this is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Sit, they're sitting there staring at the bottle reading ingredients in the back of that Lucasade like fuck literally <laughs> <laughs> oh but well honestly like I am so thrilled you agreed to come on especially considering one of the last times we've seen each other and I was joking with me producers about this right but I've got to get it out there in the open I feel like it's the elephant in the room when Jordan was in you're laughing you know so <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> Jordan was on obviously I'm a celebrity the year after me and I was so excited that he was coming out and I, so I asked to interview him I said can I do his exit interview because I was presenting I'm a Celebrity Extra Camp at the time not Extra Factor as I fucking <laughs> called it <laughs> Anyway, first big job in telly. I was very nervous. So um, you come out and I was so excited to interview you. I'd loved you in there. I was a fan of diversity anyway. I was so nervous, so overwhelmed with this gig. And I really, I ran before I could walk with it. I know that now. But anyway, I called you Ashley Banjo. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so what was brilliant bit. We had such a great chat, right? And it was, we had so much fun. It was wicked at the very end. And it wasn't, it wasn't, because honestly, but I said this to you, I remember saying it on the show. 
Mm. I was like, everyone without fail calls me Ash. Like, <laughs> and it, you know, you know when sometimes, let's say like you went, I don't know, someone walked in and tripped over and spilled a drink on you, and you yeah. go, honestly, it's no big deal. But because uh-huh. they're so panicky and awkward, you feel <laughs> panicky and awkward. But you're like, honestly, it's no big deal, right? So afterwards, the only reason I felt bad was because, oh no, I, I was like, shit, I really hope I haven't upset Vicky. And I was like, I promise you that was not a big deal. And we were just both sat there going to each other, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> John, like, if I didn't love you before, like, I fucking loved you after that. You were so kind. And every, honestly, I remember thinking, he is being so lovely about this, but I bet the fucking general public on Twitter on gonna be <laughs> oh god Twitter love it don't they Twitter oh, love it they're just waiting for it yeah oh Mate. Twitter wanted me fucking sacked from the get go well you've got your wish <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're all happy <laughs> hey, I've never oh, worked sorry. since you pack of bastards oh god Vic, I, would, I wouldn't feel bad right I remember literally this was oof, a month ago Mm. Tiny, tiny temper came on kiss breakfast right uh-huh. and we did an mm-hmm. interview me and pell and we was like mm-hmm. uh tiny could you could you introduce your new track for us went, yeah yeah no worries man yeah what's going on people i'm on kiss breakfast with the legends ashley and perry and then started <laughs> making loads of jokes about the guy and yeah i think i might even because he got he changed his name from tiny temper to just tiny but i might even donate the temper so they can be ashley temper and, and it just went on for about five minutes and i was sat there oh. and there's a video of it i'll send it to you right where because we're recording over zoom as soon as he oh. says it rather than go oh no tiny, tiny you've messed up bro it's jordan, it's jordan i lean out the camera but i'm still in shot and i go i look at perry and i go shh don't, like, don't say anything. It's too awkward. No. Oh, it's the, it's so God. embarrassing. And then he rang me. He rang me after, right? And he went, yeah. "Bro, did I call you Ashley at the end?" <laughs> it's like, yes, no. yes, you did. <laughs> Not once, but twice, pal. Yeah, yeah. About two or three God. times you did it, mate. About two or three times. Very funny. But honestly, it's got oh. it, like, it's not got to the point because when I say I had like never cared like it maybe it's maybe it's just me if you're gonna get annoyed about people mm-hmm. accidentally calling you your older brother when you're both in the same industry you both have the same job and you look alike mate there's bigger <laughs> things going on in the world it really ain't a big deal do you know what i mean it happens you're, you're honestly too gracious you're too <laughs> kind i absolutely love you mate i mean I, I've, I've been called a lot worse I'm for you you were having your moment in the spotlight like and i i was i'm really apologetic about that and I oh behave so it's no big deal no big deal it's all good so you've been in the industry for ages you were like 16 when diversity did britain's got talent is that right yeah 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 so when, when we very first auditioned i was 15 mm. and by the time we won it 16 yeah so I, I, was, I was a kid i was pretty young Wait, so hang on. So you're 28 now, so that's 12, it's 12, 13 years? Yeah, 12, oh, 12 years. Pe- so, yeah, mental. You're like a child star. You're like, the McCaul- <laughs> you're like the British Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I think, I think that role goes to more Perry. He's probably, he's, I, I was, I was born at about five foot 11. So by the time we did Britain's Got Talent, I was the stars I had now. Everyone thought I was an adult with two kids anyway. <laughs> what's that pension I doing in this band <laughs> <laughs> literally literally oh but like you've achieved so much as a dance troupe you completely like reimagined dancing for a full generation of people and you're obviously really passionate about it what does that mean to you are you, are you thrilled I'd be thrilled 
Do you know what? Beyond beyond thrilled, I think. I think it's a weird one. Someone came up to me. This was about last year sometime after one of our shows. And someone said to me, I think it was like the greatest dancer. We done, and they mm-hmm. went, do you know what's really funny, Jude? If you say the word diversity now, you've changed the meaning in the UK. And I went, what do you mean? And I went, no, no, <laughs> obviously diversity means what the word means, but it's just funny that you say the word diversity and in someone's head immediately a dance group pops in. And I was like, yeah. that's actually a really cool thing to say because for us, like at the time, like I said, I'll be honest, this, it was one of them situations where we were all at that age. I was, apart from Perry and, and one of the other boys, Mitch, who were a couple of years younger than me, all the boys were like, 19, 20, you know, 21, they were leaving yeah. uni and they were like, look, it's time to get a job. That's that's the that's the kind of way they were going with it. Um, and they one of the boys was like, oh, look, should we kind of do Britain's Got Talent as a kind of like a last hurrah? We'll go do it together and we'll see how far we could get. And then, you know, then we'll all go and do our own thing. And that was kind of like the unsaid thing. That's kind of what we were going to yeah. do. And, you know, I was at that age, 16, where the thing that, like, kind of interests you most is trying your hardest to get, like, a bottle of cider between 16 and your mates at the park. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, you know, <laughs> that you're more interested in being out with your mates rather than rather yeah. than doing something you actually enjoy. Beers and birds. Beers and birds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. I've made myself sound like such a geezer when all I used to do was drink Robinson squash. That, that was me. I'd be like, oh, eight o'clock, guys. Got to shoot. Um, got an, yeah, so got it, an early dance rehearsal, fellas. <laughs> Sorry, guys. See you soon. But, it, it, it like, you said it was one of them things where we done that and then one of my favorite stories is i remember we a kid came up to us at one of our shows and he was with his mum and his mum was like look he, he used to dance and he got really really badly bullied so he stopped and he oh, saw you guys and britain's got talent and, and and you won it you inspired him to go back and now obviously not anymore because he, he's grown up it was when we first won but it was, he's now the lead in billy elliott uh in the west end no! and it was like Wow, and it, there's so many random stories like that and so many, like, schools now. Like, you go in and be like, oh, we've got a street dance club and we always watch your clips and we always watch this. And you know me, Vic, like, yeah, we've done a lot of stuff and we've done a lot of cool things, but genuinely, like, nothing means more to me. Like, no matter what we do, when someone comes up and, like, they're not just saying it because they're excited or because they want to see the kid with glasses, but they, they genuinely go, oh, man, I'm only dancing because of you or I watch your clips oh. every day. And it's, like, it's so, like, humbling to mm-hmm. stand in a studio with my brother and mates, do something that like we like or think's cool, and you kind of mm-hmm. put it out there, and you're like, "Oh, I hope people enjoy it." And then people come up to you like, "We love that. It inspired me. Done this. It done that." And you're like, "Jesus! Like it means so much. You know, it really is wicked." Yeah. Oh, do you know what though? Like it's so well deserved. I I do. I class you as a mate, and there's loads of people in this industry who I think your success is deserved. And unfortunately, you do meet a couple of people in life who you think, I really don't know why you are where you are, but that <laughs> couldn't be less relevant for you and the rest of the diversity lads. Like every time I meet you, you, Ashley, even Perry, like you are so nice and personable and kind, and you always take the time and make the effort, and you can tell you're genuinely nice and passionate about what you do. So your success Thanks, is well deserved. Long may Thank it you. continue. Oh, Legend. No, Thank you, Vic. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's been a massive, massive couple of years for you. It's like you've you've got the greatest dancer. Um, mm. Ashley, of course, is doing the full Monty. You always get together. And one of your most controversial moments this year had to have been your performance on Britain's Got Talent, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Vic, that was a shocker. I won't lie to you. Like, I'm not surprised. I, I'm not surprised. I think it's a weird one because, you know, like some people, right, Vic, I would say you're a perfect example, right? You've got millions of people who love you, look up to you. They go, they read your Instagram posts and they're, they almost, they're like, oh, I need this today. 
Like you, oh. you help a lot of people, and then you've got other people who go, "Oh, fucking Vicky, I'm just be a dick for no reason." It's just it's, it's yeah. people, it's people's nature, right? It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. because of who you are and what you've achieved. For diversity, it's a weird one because I think I've had stuff said about me. Ash has had stuff said about him. That kind of stuff has just happened. Like that is what it is, right? But mm-hmm. diversity as as a as a brand and as a dance group, it's like we're a dance group. You can't really have a go at a dance group. You might get some people. Oh, yeah. I didn't like that routine, but attacking it personally not really yeah. not, nothing like that's ever really happened so when we did a routine and essentially this is what always gets me it's called the black lives matter routine because mm-hmm. of the press but if you watch the performance back it's four minutes and one minute of it is black lives matter the rest is talking about the nhs of talking course. about covid19 talking about us coming together and everyone like making strides forward and how we're going to come out of this better it was like we did a summary of 2020 and if yeah. you're going to tell me that as well, the planet, really, we mm-hmm. it was, we didn't all stop and watch that George Floyd moment, you're a liar because we did. It would have been, it would have been yeah. purposely, like we would have been avoiding it on purpose. Plus yeah. the fact that it is something we're passionate about. Like me, me and a lot of the boys, we've grown up, we've experienced a lot of things that we shouldn't have experienced. And it was, you know, nothing like that, of course, but it was, it, it affected a lot of people and, luckily we had a voice we we have a platform and we used it and i the, the saddest part is i remember this more than anything before we did it i sat down with ash to talk about the routine and what we was going to do and he said to me we're going to do this summary of 2020 this this and then he mentioned that moment and as soon as he said it i went oh ash i've, I've got to be honest bro I, I think we should chop that like i don't think we should do it and he yeah. said to me, the very fact that you feel we have to chop it is why we need is to do why it. why we have to include it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've got goosebumps, mate. Oh. Literally, you know it, was, it was mental. It's so frustrating for me. Like, I was talking to my producer about it before you came on. And I was like, I remember watching that performance, right? And I'm a big fanny. So <laughs> I, was, I was always going to cry. I was always going to cry at it because it was emotive. Um, and I'm, I've cried for a lot less, but put it that way. But not only was it so poignant and so beautiful, but it was exactly what it, it is what you've described it as. It was a visual dance representation of 2020. And not only that, but dance art, your art, it's subjective. It's personal. Exactly. And you're, you're allowed to express yourself through your art. I never felt anything other than like, Pride watching you and the lads. I felt moved to tears by it. And I felt I felt upset about the th- the inequality and the injustice that's going on. Not one single part of me felt anything else. And all when I seen what the, the subsequent fallout, Jordan, right? Do you know all I thought? And you can agree with this or not, I thought if you are triggered by that performance, you are a racist. That is all I thought. <laughs> that is what I thought. <laughs> Do you know I'll tell you what, Vic? I won't lie. It was the weirdest, it was the weirdest. Um, like whole situation, the way it developed, because it was like, okay, I'm not stupid. You can't, like, mm-hmm. like you said, you can't go on TV and say hello without someone going, oh, well, that that's rubbish, or you shouldn't have done that. I'm not stupid. We expected some some people to say something. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com right, But to go to the extent of making an Ofcom complaint, it takes yeah. so long to do it, right? And then not just that, the bulk of the complaints, I think it was like a third of them happened within the first week. And then the rest, it they just went boom, straight after. And it was something ridiculous. There was a stat. And I think it was like nearly half of the people who, who complained didn't even watch the performance. So I, I refused to watch it. And I'm like, wait, hang on a minute. You haven't watched it, but you've complained about it. And it was like, you know, no. I won't say in a horrible, oh, it's a difficult one because there was a lot, of, there was so much support. And this was the thing for me, the negative voices in the room always sing the loudest at first, right? And that's, yeah. that's just the way it is. And when we was out and about, not one person ever come up to us and said anything bad. It was, that was incredible. You've done this. You've inspired. It was so great to see it on a platform. Like people, me and Perry, because we were at Kiss, we was in, we was in um, London and we're walking down um, Carnaby Street and some kid come running out of a shop. And he was like, guys, 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 guys I just want to say, um, he was working. He come running out from behind the team. And I just want to say your performance, man, it really inspired me. And I was like, wow, like we've never, we've had a, like positive reactions to our yeah. stuff before, but it's normally just a dance where this really connected with people. It was wicked. Um, but to be like, I think it was like the second most complained about moment of the decade and this and that. And I was like, whoa, this has gone so far, so quick. There was people threatening us like, and it's just social media is that is that scary thing where it's so easy for stuff to not seem real. You know, it's so easy yeah. for people to just come on, make a comment. And this is what me and Ash were saying. Some someone will come on and they would type, You lot are racist for what you did on Britain's Got Talent, I hope you die, F you, do all this stuff. And he'll come off and they'll they will forget about that for the rest of the day. They'll go about their business, they'll go to work, they'll come home. They'll, They'll put the TV on. It means nothing to them. Like it was just like, oh yeah, yeah, a reaction. But, mm. and it was what Ash said to me. It was like, you can't let someone who's going to say something that negative to try and upset you, who's then going to forget about it and go about their day. You can't let that then affect you the whole day. Cause they don't care no more. They would just say no, what they wanted to say and they're done with it. You know, but it's so much, especially when you're not used to it. The group wasn't used to it. The rest of the boys, you know, they, they, the same way I kind of really enjoyed it they've kind of always had that privilege that, you know, I had for a long time before the jungle and stuff where it's, you know, you could go and perform. It's at a the collective, o- isn't it? Yeah. You could go and perform yeah. at the sold out O2 and have, you know, 15,000 people screaming, but then you could walk down the high street the next day and be completely normal. It was, it's like, the, it was like the best of both worlds, mate. Like yeah. you, oh, absolutely. <laughs> but then even they got dragged into it. You know, people find out who the members were and going at them and this and that. And it just, it just got so extreme so quick. But then afterwards, you know, you had a few weeks of people saying it like it was on every talk show, everyone debating it. Dun, 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 dun. And then, you know, it died down off common, like we're not doing anything. ITV, like we fully, we fully backed you guys. They were incredible. Yeah. They put those adverts in the paper. Like it was insane to see the support we had. 
you know what? I think I followed it more so than I have any like entertainment news story last year because I felt so annoyed that that was my Britain. Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like you, you get so like, I'm really proud to be from the Northeast, to be from England, from Mm. Britain, whatever you want to call it. Right. And then something every so often happens that makes you feel let down. And that was one of those moments for me because I get that we can't all, and I'm really naive, Jordan, like somewhat, some people would say like, ignorantly so because i don't think these things i just don't assume anyone else is nasty enough yeah exactly things, of course you know what i mean so it's one thing and i as for people to be sitting at home being like that's not my cup of tea i'm turning that off you know what i mean we can't please everybody exactly exactly but to fucking pick up a phone right <laughs> and me and, and spit to someone else on the other end of the phone like that to me is madness like i couldn't believe people had the audacity they weren't ashamed like I, I just, honestly, my mind was blown. So I followed it more because I was so fascinated. And I seen that. I seen that ITV came out fully in support of you. And I thought, yes, more of that, please. And oh, then I wicked. seen the Ofcom thing. And oh. the Ofcom was just like, we are not investigating this. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, that is the most professional way Ofcom, like anyone in the world has ever said, fuck you. Yeah. That is not <laughs> Fuck this. It's beneath me. Grow up. And I just was buzzing me. I think it was 31,000 complaints by the end, was it not? Mate, wild. I can't, we kind of, I kind of stopped counting. When we started hitting third place, second, I just went, oh, wow. And I, I it, it was mad because, like, like you said, it was funny because obviously I was getting DMs, right? And some kid messaged me, really nasty message, talking about my kids and this and that. And, um, something about how they don't deserve to have like a white mum, all, all this rubbish, right? And oh my god! At the end of the message, he was really upset about his dad, right? And then I was like, okay. I replied in a nice way. I was like, "What? I was like, What's going on?" Essentially, and he's like, "My dad is a policeman. He was, he was a policeman, I should say, for he was like thirty years or something, and he's mm. been stabbed, this, that, and all he ever did was try and help the community, blah, 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 all this stuff." And I said. Your dad sounds like a legend, mate. I was like, no yeah. one went on. No one went on Britain's Got Talent and went, F police, every white police officer. Da, da, da. I was like, who said that, man? I was like, no one, yeah. no one went about it. No one said anything like that. I was like, your dad sounds like a hero. I was like, give him yeah. my love. I was like, but you're clearly oh, John, upset you're so and got nice. some issues about like what has gone on. And you're directing it at something where it wouldn't surprise me if he hadn't even seen the performance. You're reading stuff and you're getting yourself hit up like we all do. Like yeah. the amount of times I've formed an opinion about someone or something before I've seen it myself because of what I've read, I've heard. And then mm. I, I see him or I chat to him or I actually look at the situation. And I go, oh, misjudged that one. And it's like, I get it. It's easy to do. But yeah. it's like, mate, before I, before I made the extent of walking up to someone or messaging mm. someone or complaining about it, I would know what I was talking about. And that's the, yeah. that was the sad part about the situation for me. So many people just jumped on a back. If you really, this sounds bad. If you really believed everything you said and hated it that much, not saying like it's a good thing, but at least you watched it, you understood it, you didn't like it, and then you did it. To not even watch the flipping thing and just complain <laughs> because of what you read. I'm like, you're just an idiot. Oh, that makes no sense. You know what, Jordan? You started a conversation, you got people talking, you made your point. And I think we're overlooking the main positive that came out of this. You just gave Amanda Holden's nipples the day off. At least she didn't get any off com complaints that week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I think the week after they came back with a vengeance. She, she was there, you know, but it's, um, yeah, we, she, she deserved a break, bless her. She deserved it. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, you look at the people who come, like, who people complain off con about. You've got Piers Morgan. You've got Amanda Holden's nipples. But diversity, uh, that's not a bad group to be in. You're keeping good company. I hope I get some off con complaints soon. Literally, right next to the nips. That's where you want to be, man. That that's what it is. I've just obviously got to get the nips out more often. I, <laughs> you know, I love and I honestly love him. I loved your performance. I love Piers Morgan and I love Amanda Holden's nipples. So I'm basically the polar opposite of anybody who would complain Ofcom. <laughs> There's the trio. There's the trio right there. The, the big golden Europe like, English trifecta. Proud. <laughs> you should wear it like a badge of honour. I'll Mate, do it right here. <laughs> you've been such an amazing guest I really th- I'm so grateful you came on thank you so much I'm not all Vic before you go um, we well obviously we're called Vicky Patterson The Secret too and every week I like to ask my lovely guests to impart a couple pearls of wisdom from gorgeous listeners so hearing you talk um, and being super envious of your incredibly grown up life you've made so much headway since we last saw each other whereas I feel like I'm regressing I wanted to <laughs> know what your secret is to being a grown-up <laughs> secret to being a grown-up do you know what i think one of them things this is that thing where nobody on earth has the secret to being a grown-up we are all you can't do that to me you can't do that to me everyone is trying to find their own way through so i can only give you my advice on, on. how i cope with being a grown-up because let's be honest man being a grown-up is scary and it's tough. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You're worried about oh, yeah. doing the right, especially once you get kids, right? Or without kids. You eat, especially without kids. Oh, you get to go, oh, I should have kids. Oh, I do have kids. Oh, am I doing the right thing? Oh, I should have got married. Oh, I haven't got married. It's like, it's a constant circle where you go round and round and round. And the only thing you can try and do, in my opinion, is try and be happy. Yes, there will be days when you're, you're wrist deep in a pooey nappy and you're like, oh gosh, these kids, I could put them in the garden with the foxes for a little while. They could just live there, you know, let, let them roam the woods, grow up there. But, but, you know, for me, it's one of the things that I think is taking every positive moment. And that's the secret to being a grown up. Do you know what I'm trying to say? If something makes you unhappy, mm-hmm. oh, no, it sounds so, gosh, I sound like an Instagram quote here over a lion. If something <laughs> makes you unhappy, change it. But honestly, like, it's just, I do think that like we overcomplicate things a lot, right? So in my opinion, it's like you can only move through life trying to take each little thing as it comes. Normally when a problem's huge, it's a bunch of little problems that you've got to solve. And that's, for me, in terms of my career, learning how to be a better dad, learning how to be a better partner to Nay, because there's been loads of times when I look back now and I was like, oh, I use a bit of a shit. Like it's it's really, it's just those things of each day, mm-hmm. I feel like the only person, oh my gosh, I'm going to... Guys, I think I might have just invented this when they put it on a mug. The only person you should compare yourself to is yourself the day before. Boom. After that, put it on a T-shirt, mate, because that's the only person you should be trying to get like better than. Do you know what I mean? And that's what I do. I just try and move forward, whether it be career, family, relationship, friends, parents. Just try and be a bit better than I was before. Um, and that's my secret to being a grown-up. Jordan Banjo merch. That's what we need, isn't it? I <laughs> we'll want to see that quote. I want to see that quote on a headband. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Do you know what? I'll do the entire quote. So it'd be like a uh-huh. dictionary thick headband. That's what I'll get. It'll just be massive, <laughs> just over your old head. That's, that's the plan. It might just about cover my giant five head. Oh, well, stop I'm- it. <laughs> Fit, you kill me, After man. that. 
explanation, Jordan, about how to be a grown-up. I think I'm fine Benjamin buttoning for a while. It sounds pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the wrist deep in poo did it for me. Yeah, don't do that. Don't avoid that for a while, yeah, Vic. Don't do it. Then red yeah. nails will get will get no love there. Don't do it. No. Peter Pan life. YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, thank you so much. I just want to say I hope all of your success continues and I can't wait to watch Lose Weight Like Me on Channel 4. Such a G, Vic. Thank you so much, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Banjo, not to be confused with his brother Ashley. I've made the mistake once. It's... It's not fun, especially when you do it on live TV. <laughs> what a wonderful guy. What a legend. Love him. If you are loving the podcast, please let me know. Do all the podcasty things. So tell your mates about it. Leave reviews. I'm loving making them and I really wouldn't like to stop. So that is on you guys. I just want to say thank you. If you've got any suggestions for future guests, any hints to make it better, please send them over to vickypattersonpodcast at gmail.com. It is so good to be back, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.